there you go. Hey everybody, it's Ryan from Pi Records. I'm here with Doug Carrion from Field Day. How you doing, Doug? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Greetings from the interwebs. What's happening? Hey everybody, what's going on? Not much. Uh, you got a lot of good stuff coming on. It is. Uh, it has been a um, an incredibly uh, uh, fast paced year, but yeah. Yep, we're do I'm doing good, doing good, you know, err to COVID, but still rocking and rolling for sure. Awesome. I just heard uh the seven inch. Uh I, I have mine to, I have mine coming in the mail, but I heard it on iTunes and it's it's really it's it's really crisp, really thank clean. you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's a um it is a uh you know, it, it basically the, what we did was it, it I, I produce it, Cameron Webb mixes it, you know, we just kind of like rock right into the stuff. Um, we're trying to uh, certainly give the nod to the, the people that are familiar with the Dag Nasty space. Um, and then also not, you know, Peter and I are really uh, quite clear that we're not going to make, you know, we're not going to make Wig Out of Dankos again. So we're trying to just kind of push ourselves too. Um, and that's kind of what the, you know, that's kind of like what really what it's, what it's all about is just, you know, trying to put new music out there um, and, and just lean into it. And so it's kind of cool that the seven inch um, I, I was, I, telling the listeners earlier today you and i were i had to push our call back an hour because i just found out that we're um number one on the german charts there so cortex has their own charts blah 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 blah, blah. and so we're doing the seven inch is doing relatively well uh, in the vinyl space and i'm kind of like a like old school guy so for me when somebody says you know your seven inch sold a thousand or fifteen hundred or whatever. I'm like, is, is that good? Like, is that? Are you sure? Like, that seems like such a such a low number. But according to today's standards, that's like, and I that's in, an incredibly respectable number to come out of the box. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you to everyone that purchased Field Day 2.0 on uh, Unity Worldwide, and they got it through Cortex. Where it's amazing, and we're just pushing right along for sure. That's it. That's what's, that's that. That's awesome. So let, let's rewind a little bit and, and talk about how you got to Field Day. First, you had the Descendants. How did you wind up in the Descendants camp? Well, oh, how did I wind up in the Descendants camp? Well, yeah. the, the, in, the very broad strokes is that I grew up in Hermosa Beach, California. Okay. Um, uh, Descendants were like the local band that lit that that played in that were like the the local high school band, I guess you could say. So those guys are a couple years older than me. I had had some classes with Bill, so I kind of knew him that way. Um, they were there was a punk club called the Barn, which was in Torrance, which is about maybe uh, three miles from my house, so in Hermosa. And so I would go see the Descendants play when they would play. Like I don't know, they'd play with fear or whatever at the barn and so i got to see him a few times and this is even like pre milo goes to college like before that and then um long story long bill it just so happened was 
friends. I was in this other band and Bill was friends with the drummer in the other band. And the conversation had come up about, um, hold on a second. Speaking of descendants, look at this. Ah. Descendants mug. The only one, the Doug mug right there. <laughs> so, and so, uh, Bill reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I'm going to reboot descendants. Um, Tony can't do it cause he's got work obligations. Do you want to do it? And that kind of started that, like that, you know, just kind of, uh, just happened like, Oh, okay, cool. And we just started jamming and away they were descendants was right at the process of, um, finishing. They were mixing. I don't want to grow up. So they were just, they're like in the studio doing grow up and they're like, like Oh shoot. We can't like we need a bass player, and we and Tony can't do it. So tour, so that they I came in like that. Awesome. That's, yeah, uh, but now I, I saw filmage, and they didn't. Uh, they really didn't get to expand like you just did on. Uh, mm -hmm. You're a part of it, but uh, you had a lot to do with the sound on Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sure, that's, of course. In, in fact, one of the things that had come up um, the other day was, that, yeah, like, like you know, I, I play my, a funny way. I have my own style of playing bass, but compared to, let's say, Carl, whom I love and is a great bass player and great songwriter and plays a little bit more um, with more notes and a little bit more squirrely, and Tony, who... I love and is a great songwriter and a great bass player. And he plays a little bit more noty. Um, and I view the bass parts a little bit more like um, a punk version of the cure or the Ramones or something very, very straight, very, very straight. That's how my ear hears it. Not right, not wrong. And so um, songs like, let's say sour grapes, for example, where I, you know, I wrote sour grapes, the music part of it. Milo wrote the words, I wrote the music, Bill Hub put the arrangement, you know, that's a very, you could hear how it's not suburban home. It's very, very straight in, in the, in the playings, very, uh, you know, uh, uh, cure minimalism, joy division esque, super straight ahead. Ramones, very Ramones, just straight. Yeah. And that's it. You know, so that's what I brought to the table. And I think what's, um, I mean, the documentary was fantastic and, and fun oh, yeah. and, it, and, you know, the, the filmage is great. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a great piece of work. It's an important band and it's, it's almost like being, um, uh, like being, uh, uh, on the Yankees or something, being an alumni of like the Yankees where it's like, you know, you're part of a certain machine that's been rolling and it's great what they're doing now. And you know, that, that like I said, it's, it's, it's great that they, you know, it, it's great. And, and we're still, um, you know, I still communicate with them and <laughs> I still communicate with them. You know, I probably talked to Bill, um, well, you know, we, we do emails and stuff like that probably, you know, maybe every three months or so, two months, three months, we're back and forth. Something's come up, blah, 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 blah. We want to talk things. Uh, Aside from the music stuff, uh, or, or with the music stuff, he and I are, are friends, and I'll ask him advice on things. Hey, what's your idea on this? Or you know, do you have any suggestions? Production standpoint, we notes, <laughs> we compare notes, stuff yeah. like that. Still a great, fun, wonderful relationship. Um, in fact, uh, we were supposed to come to New Jersey, and the show got torpedoed because of the COVID thing. But when we were going to be in New Jersey, you know, 
Milo and I were talking and he's like, Hey dude, do you think Peter would let me sing safe? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> like, come on over, you know? So it's a really like a very, um, it's just a great, like, it's a good relationship. There's no weirdness. It's fun. And just, I, you know, they're, they're people that I grew up with, you know, so it's, it's yeah. super positive for sure. sure. And, uh, what a great album that was. Uh, oh, the enjoy record. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's a great record. It's a, it's a fun record. It's a, it's a weird one too. Cause it's like, you know, I only did one record with them and, 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 a, a, you know, they're a wonderful band, but every once in a while I'll see where people have their like top five descendants records or whatever. And it makes the cut <laughs> and you go, wow, that's, a, that's amazing. You know, it's amazing. And I'm, you know, like I said, ha happy and honored and great. And just aside from the music, they're really genuinely good people. And that's, usually like the best part about it is making music and 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 continuing relationships with people that are super cool and they're freaking crushing it right now they're like they're sh they're amazing i think they yeah. might even be better now than then <laughs> like they're great they're a great live band insane super they're great tight. just hmm? you were saying super tight super tight well and, and and that's the the part about them being tight too is it's like uh um you know just looking at how they do their production and stuff you know they're they're like you know it's it's neat they're like i'm 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 happy to see how their show it, you know what their show is and they they're that they're able in my in my opinion and i i played in the band in my opinion they're tighter than ever like they're just razor tight it's amazing and so um it's always great to see footage of them and to see them and you go holy sh those guys aren't letting up they're amazing <laughs> it's, it's incredible for sure for sure so let's go on to dag nasty so we mm -hmm. have out and we have uh, -huh. uh field day uh, correct both excellent albums uh how did you Thank wind you. up moving to dc and getting involved with that so so i was in descendants touring and while we were touring i met that band so what happened was descendants were going to 930 club to play and dagnasty ended up being one of the opening bands on a show and this is pre it was even pre-dave so it was like i I got to see them with Sean yeah. way back. And then, you know, Descendants really liked them. And so we thought, well, shoot, let's do some more shows together. So we did some more shows. Um, uh, uh, and then th that time they brought out Dave to sing with them. And then we did, and then we're going to do some more shows. And then, th then they brought out this guy named Peter Cortner. So I got to see Dagnasty uh, with all three singers before me getting involved with the band. Oh, wow. um, as as a uh, as a uh, descendants were doing a longer tour i think and dagnasty was maybe on like 30 or 40 of the shows i can't remember about 30 of the shows and um brian and i became really close and brian really wasn't sure how to maneuver it forward and i was kind of at a spot with descendants where i wasn't really sure where they were going to go and i love them uh no weirdness i wasn't sure where they were going to go writing wise so you know brian and i decided to partner up and kind of you know reboot it there you go and i kind of i 
he put it on pause and then I kind of joined when it was rebooted. And then um, we did uh, uh, a bunch of writing, you know, which, which are the songs that became We Got It Dankos. The Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. So like the music for the Godfather, um, uh, the music for the Godfather was written basically in the basement of the Hermosa beach house where I grew up. So a, a lot of people that are Dagnasty fans, of course, Brian's from DC and everybody thinks, well, of course they're at DC, but believe it or not, he was kind of on hiatus from DC and most of the record, the lion's share of the record was actually written oh. in Hermosa beach in Southern California. A lot of people don't know that. It's kind of, kind of interesting. True. You know, people, Dagnasty trivia people. <laughs> <laughs> so so then there's field day uh what right. have you been doing since field day and how have you been working towards that and how did it happen okay so um i i am a guy that does a lot of different things in the music space um Sometimes I'm on the bandstand. Sometimes I can be making music that gets in television shows. Sometimes I'm kind of working more behind the scenes. I guess you could say producing music. Blah, 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 blah. I've always been doing music. I've never really stopped doing it ever since I was 15. <laughs> so it's my main number one thing. Um, uh, uh, a, a few years back, like, like, 2017, 2017, 2018, I had gotten a couple of emails regularly and people were asking me, hey, are you ever going to, you know, where's Peter Kortner and are you ever going to do the wig out at Danko's material live? And I hadn't put much thought into it at all. And Brian and I and Peter ended up jumping on a phone call. And as it turned out, we were discussing whether we were, how to do it. And it just so happened that Brian's schedule started to get a little bit crazy because he was in a bad religion cycle because he plays in a full-time band. Um, and so Peter and I decided that we were just going to kind of forge ahead with this offshoot of Dagnasty called Field Day. The, um, the idea was that we were going to do something in the neighborhood of anywhere between 12 and 24 shows, see how it goes. Uh, as we started doing the shows, people were having fun and people liked it. We were getting a good response. So we kind of agreed that we were going to go about one year and then start doing new music. Um, that was kind of the plan. And so now where we are is next month, July 12th, will be Field Day's one-year anniversary. So we're actually one year old, which is amazing, but, which is kind of crazy. I know. And in of stuff done. So that's kind of how it came about was just, you know, Peter and I discussing, you know, music be a good way with technology. Um, it says, is my internet getting weird or is yours getting weird? Or my, it's working okay? Uh, I, okay, you, yours were, was. you were freezing up a little bit there. Okay, maybe it was my internet. I apologize. So anyway, that's kind of the long and the short. The long and the short of it is just that we got to a spot where, where um, Peter and I just started to Peter lives on the East Coast. He lives in Philly. I live in Los Angeles. 
Um, and we just kind of make the bi-coastal, believe it or not, as in just as busy as ever, <laughs> as busy as ever behind the scenes. The, um, the COVID thing kind of torpedoed what our plans were as far as live shows, but we um, pivoted and we've been in, uh, really busy with um, recording. So we did a seven inch that came out on uh, Unity Worldwide. Um, it came out June 5th. Uh, it's doing well. Um, thanks to everybody that bought it. And then, and then right now, like literally right now, we're actually tracking and recording the next, uh, um, we're gonna do a five song EP that's going to come out on Unity Worldwide. It's going to have five songs on one side, and then the reverse side will be like an etching, like a Peter drawing okay. or something like that. It's going to be called Opposite Land. Um, I would softly say November. Like we're probably going to be ready by about November, barring uh, any any um, strangeness. And that's kind of that's kind of what's going on so even though our our um live show we're a live band and our live band is officially on hold we jumped right back into the studio and just kind of continued with the recording with recording so that's where we are very insanely busy <laughs> uh, the seven inch is excellent uh thank you uh, i didn't know i didn't know what to expect but i was obviously pleasantly surprised yeah yeah I think we kind of—I don't mean to cut you off. I think that was kind of the, um, you know, we're you know we're we're a lot of a lot, there's always going to be people that are a little bit cautious about what you know what they're getting into and and um, Peter and I really you know we, field day we really don't phone it in like we try to think about the songs and write the songs and go through that process and and um, it's definitely uh, it's its own animal. You know what I mean? It's its yeah. own animal. Since we've already, since we've already written Godfather, which is a wonderful song, you know, we want to keep exploring things. Um, I think a lot of, I, I don't know. I mean, a, a lot of people, maybe they thought that we were going to do something that was going to be uh, mid tempo or a little bit slower or, right. or whatever. And I'm not saying that we'll never write like that, but I think people were kind of pleasantly surprised how it's just, it's just, coming out of the box hot like it's and, and what it's melodic it's i don't know everybody has their own spin on it like some people yeah. think that it sounds i've heard a bunch of different things about hey it sounds like this or well it's cool like that but you know just we just that's what we do we're just kind of pushing forward and and you know the the seven inch is good and and thank you i'm glad that you like it and we're yeah. just going to keep doing more music the next the next round is yeah. just as incredible you know the next round of songs just as incredible it's the sound is really fresh and uh it, it's good to hear the old guys doing something new not the old guys i mean like the right sure you know, well the guys i, I think <laughs> right i think Sure, I respect that. I think part of it too is um, um, we. I'm the person to say I don't want to live in a vacuum. Like you know, sometimes when you live in a vacuum and and the ideas that you think or you do are great or whatever, and and so the the whole process was um, you know, us trying to do almost as if we were like in a 
in a in let's say like a time capsule and now we're just here we are in 2020 2021 releasing new music and what's interesting uh, i'm going to nerd out on music for a second when uh we got a dankos came out uh uh punk rock for the most part was still kind of considered lo-fi like those were kind of like lo-fi recordings and and post nirvana everything's kind of more hi-fi like you know they're the the production's a little bit bigger i guess you could say and so one of the things was to try to figure out how to do what we believe in but make it sound current for lack of a better word without it sounding cheesy like that's yeah. the whole thing is it's like you don't want it to sound corny um so uh we we started uh we commandeered cameron webb and so cameron webb is the guy that helps me on the mixing side and cameron has done pennywise ignite motorhead like he's you know he's a freaking incredible mixer incredible mixer and that was how i approached it and how peter and i approached it was to just you know we're going to write the songs i'll produce it and then when we get to the mixing phase i could absolutely mix it there's no problem but i wanted to bring in an additional set of ears to mix it just to make sure i wasn't uh um stuck in a vacuum and also to make sure that that i didn't accidentally do wig out at dankos 2.0 or you know what i mean i just wanted to you know something new and and something almost like a time warp you know going yeah. from the lo-fi to the hi-fi you know how do you get right. way over here to the hi-fi without it coming off um i don't know without like all i could say is without it coming off cheesy you know i don't even know like when i when i listen to um whatever the def you know what the the there's that very broad definition of what hardcore is um and sometimes it skews very metal you know very metal and the vocals are kind of you know super aggressive which i like i love that style of music um at the same time i think what's interesting about field day is that we're a bit we're bringing a little bit more of a melodic approach to fast music but it has a, you know it almost has like a rev summer 2021 like just a whole like mm -hmm. it's like it's almost like we're just you know still so songs with melody and you know we're all you're you're i know for me i'm always chasing you know trying to write better songs and keeping songs that are you know i can identify with or other people can identify with but not losing the melodic integrity if i can you know and so that's kind of been i don't know how many i i guess this, i don't know how many bands are doing what we do like that you know which kind of makes us a little bit a little bit maybe a little bit of a, um I don't know. Just, just that's that's how we approach it. I've yeah. gotten some pretty amazing. I've gotten some pretty amazing compliments where people are like, "Dude, sounds just like Seven Seconds, or you know, like New Wind or something." And you go, "Wow, that's so badass!" Because I love Seven Seconds, and I and yeah. I love like I love Kevin, and I love the band. And even though we don't sound anything like it, I can I, I hear what when somebody says that I hear what they're saying. You go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, fast, but it's got the melodic thing." Yeah, you know. Like that. So yeah. what I what I do want to ask is, so it's mm -hmm. you and Peter, 
But who, mm-hmm. who, else, who else is in the band touring and recording? Okay, so um, on drums, I'm going to go, I'll, I'll try to, I'll go this way. On drums is a guy from Southern California named Kevin Avery. And Kevin Avery, uh, I was introduced, uh, he, I found him through, um, like through the Locus and, and through Epicac and that whole space. There were some mutual friends and I was looking for a drummer. And Kevin is like, he's just a freaking monster of a drummer. But he comes from that really weird, like math metal, the Locus, like that crazy shit you know crazy crazy music so that's where he came from and then shay hold on one sec and then shay guitar player um is from vegas and he played in tomorrow's gone curl up and die so he has a hardcore background but he's like a shredder shredder so when i was in when peter and i when we were in chicago um, I met this guy named Jeff Dean and Jeff Dean and I were talking about who's also a Vegas guy. And when we were, we were looking for a guitar player, Jeff was like, and I told him, I was like, dude, I gotta get somebody that's based in LA. I was like, I, I it's going to be a lot of work here. Um, Jeff was like, you should talk to my friend Shay. So I reached out to Shay, uh, and, and Shay's been, you know, he's played on the seven inch and, you know, doing the live shows with us and all that. So that's kind of where we are. So Kay and Shay and Kevin, guitar, Shay, Kevin, drums, Peter, vocals, Doug, bass. Sometimes I sing too. <laughs> so when, uh, when, you, when you're playing out, I, I, I remember you primarily setting out to do wig out songs and field day mm-hmm. songs in your set. Uh, when, you, when, we, when you finally do get to go back out when all this virus uh, nonsense is mm-hmm. done with, uh, how much new stuff are we going to hear? Well, you know, that's really, a, that's really a good question. Um, um, part of it is, and it's funny because I was thinking about this with Bill too. I was like, I should probably ask a couple people. I know everybody wants, like now we're at the spot. P- Field Day added, <coughs> excuse me, we added even more songs. So we can play, we play almost everything on Can I Say, almost everything on wig out and we can play any everything on the field day the green field day record um which is great and we kind of mix it up a little bit um i'm not sure how many songs of the new of the new stuff but we're gonna have to figure out a way where we incorporate it into the into the new thing where it's like i know everybody's going to want to hear never go back they're going to want to hear safe you know they're going to want to hear those songs we love those songs too but at the same time we also want to play new stuff too so so maybe we'll i don't know you know i don't know what the i don't know what the professional ratio is is it like (laughs) for every five songs bring in a new one for every five songs bring in a new one you know that's uh i remember greg hetson telling me you know what's the what's the words that people don't want to hear from the stage here's a new song you know the fans never want to hear a new song so i don't freaking know i don't have the answer um i don't have the answer but it's like you know the new stuff for two and try to incorporate it and and make a i guess make a blend of everything so everybody's happy 
I I think uh, I think the kids are gonna go off when they when they hear the new stuff. Definitely the new stuff. Yeah, because I see that's what's so funny. That's what's so funny is a year ago I knew that if we didn't really put our head down and lean into new music, we were gonna be like a band that just does the old set, and that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna play the old set for thirty years. Blah 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 blah, and. Peter and I were really like very focused on it. It's like, that's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like we love those songs, but we want to write new songs. Yeah. So like, you know, again, like I, I, I want to play all ages show every time we play. I wanted to, I love all those songs, yeah. but I also want to start bringing in the new material too. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so we're just going to have to find a balance, but f- for sure, the whole idea from the from the jump was we were going to do new music like we weren't we weren't going to just keep playing the old songs forever we'll start i don't know weed some of them out um that's really hard like look at a band like descendants where it's like they have just this gigantic catalog of great songs and it's like they have to play my age they have to play hope like how are you you know how are you going to not play those songs they got to play suburban home so I don't know, I don't freaking know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, what I do know is, what I do know is I freakishly love entertaining people and Field Day is like the most user-friendly, fan-friendly band in the universe. Um, and so I'll, I'm going to say the shows are probably, the people are going to tell us what they want to hear, if yeah. that makes any sense. It's like, I think I know and I have a general idea but um, at the same time, you know, we really sometimes what works in Texas might not work in Boston or vice versa. So you kind of got to be um, a little bit fluid, uh, as they say in the business, play to the room. You know, you got to play to the room. Um, but uh, uh, one of the things that's really fun has been uh, when we get ready to do a show usually about a week before um because we do mostly fly dates so we fly in for most of the shows and usually about a week before people my phone will, i'll start getting texts and emails and my phone will start ringing and people will say hey dude uh i want to get you to take a picture I, I wonder if you could sign some stuff that i have blah, 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 blah. and so what the band has been doing what we've been doing um is we play the show and it usually is about an hour, hour, 15 minutes, whatever. And then afterwards, we tell everybody, hey, give us a minute to get some water and get some dry clothes, and we're going to come hang out. And then we just do like a ca- very casual meet and greet, and we'll hang out for about an hour. Um, everybody that wants us to sign stuff, that's the best time to see us. And a lot of times it's friends and family and new faces and old faces. And we just try to make it as, we try to make it as user-friendly as possible. Like, um, and that's been working out really well, you know, cause, uh, a lot of, a lot of times their people are, they're fans and we love, we love the fans and they just want to come and take a photo and say hello. And can you sign this for me? And so we built, we actually built that into the night now, just oh, a cool. very informal very informal meet and greet. And then, and then um, what that does is it just, it, it allows us to just kind of like, before the show, we're really focused on the show. And then once the show happens afterwards, we're like, whoosh, okay, we hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so, like that. That's, that's what we've been doing. 
Awesome. Now, Peter's in yeah. Philly. That's where I'm doing this interview right now. I'm in Philly. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I can uh, hopefully expect to see you guys and, and come say hi, uh, being at Yes. Yes. So, so I, I wish, I wish I had better news than like the COVID thing is really throwing us, me, the universe, the world upside down. And so I, yeah. I hope I don't sound too snotty cause it's definitely not about us. Everybody's being affected. Um, we were slated to come to Philly to do a show but that got at Kung Fu Necktie, but that got bumped. There is a, to be honest, maybe about a, geez, a 5% chance that we're going to come to Philly to play the first weekend in October. Oh. But that's up to the government. That's like, we want to do it. We're, we're yeah. supposed to do like Baltimore and Philly, but dang, I just can't even, I, 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 I want to do it. We want to do it, but I'm hoping fingers crossed, but boy, it looks like things might get pushed even further down the line, which just yeah. sucks. So we're definitely going to get there, but I couldn't tell you. And I couldn't tell you with any certainty yeah. at all. In fact, more uncertainty, <laughs> you know, kind of sucks. The, the fact, the fact that you have new music in the works, even besides 2.0 is, uh, is yeah. Very yeah. good here. Yeah. So, so um, the really the 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 long and the short of that is, um, I I was doing an interview with Toby from H two O, and while we were I was riffing and we were talking, I said, you know, a lot of times when you're in punk bands back then, it's like living in opposite land where everything's the opposite, and. After the interview, Peter had asked me, he's like, dude, I love that opposite land idea. He's like, I love the idea of opposite land. It's like, that's so strange. He's like, and I was like, I don't know. It's just, just kind of blurted it out. You know, it's like yeah. um, where everything that you think is supposed to be one way is completely the other way. And so we decided that we're going to call the next recording opposite land. Um, uh, it's going to be five songs. Uh, we're, Cameron's going to mix it. We're well into the, we're, we're turning the corner on vocals right now. Um, and, and I'm hoping middle of, middle of November, but that's kind of like, you know, we, we didn't really, we don't really, uh, we don't really have a lot of, we, we don't really, uh, how could I describe it? We're really focused. Like we love, we love making music. And we're really focused. And so I would imagine as soon as we turn the corner on opposite land, um, we'll start putting, you know, setting our sights on new music for summer 2021. You figure November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So maybe by this time next year, there'll be another, another thing. I don't know. I mean, um, uh, that certainly is, you know, as, as long as people are, as long as people, are interested and they want to hear it and stuff we'll keep writing and doing shows and doing what we do you know we we love what we do um and and that's kind of it there's never been there's never really like a, a an, an issue as far as like writer's block or anything like that it's like we just we have a, a way that you know a way that we we write and record and we just want to keep it's like it's so wild because it's like you just want to do music and you want to try to stay relevant you know and that's in 
incredible. You know, it's incredible. Like it's incredible that we've moved that that many people were interested in buying the seven inch. It's incredible. Like I, I wasn't really sure. Um, in fact, today I learned that we were going to do a, a, an additional pressing. So it's like, they're going to go back and they've sold through what their initial thing is. So it's kind of incredible. Um, and we're just going to keep going, but really the big thing is like trying to do music that you think is good and it gives, it's respectful to the, history but you're also trying to not repeat yourself and forge forward trying to stay relevant in some way um you know so a lot of times you know it's trying to navigate that you know i mean like that like that and so we're we're incredibly like the the um the the motto in the band is be humble and don't suck and so we're incredibly humble. Like we're not cocky and we don't take anything for granted. We're incredibly gracious and humble when people come out. That's why we do the meet and greets. Cause we're like, shit, this, these guys want to spend a Saturday hanging out with us. That's awesome. Like, of course we're going to come hang out. So we approach it in a very fan friendly way. Uh, and we're really uh, just humbled that people are interested with such a gigantic gap between where we left off in yeah. whatever 1988 and where we are now it's bizarre it's just bizarre but the the live show is insane and we're doing what we had set out to do as far as <laughs> as far as the music you know we're we're doing what we said we were going to do um i think the live show is interesting because uh, my ending time when you see bands do reunions maybe they're not so hot where um, just field day is just like a kick to the head. I mean, it's, 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 we intentionally play everything fast. It's, it's like, we're, it's like kind of like the Ramones. It's like, we, we play like there, Peter doesn't really talk too much. Like there's no talking. We just boom, next song, boom, next song, boom. So it's pretty, it's pretty intense for people. Um, that are, I think it's pretty intense for people that are just seeing it for the first time, even if they have no context that like, they have no idea what, what this band is. They walked in and, Hey, my friend's playing or whatever. Um, damn, the band's just, just super on point. Like that's, it's, uh, uh, fun to see. And, and there's also like, you know, we've done, um, there's some pretty, you know, there's a, a recording that came out when we were in Sacramento and I can't think of it. I can't think of what the, what the, the link is, but um, it'll come to me in a little bit and I'll just blurt it out. But it's a, a Sacramento, it's like a Sacramento music archive guy came and did like a three camera, four camera shoot of the band when we played um, at the top part of the year. And if people aren't sure they can see the video and you go, Oh shit, that's what those guys do. Like, wow, they're they're not fooling around. You know, it's kind of kind of cool. You know, we're we 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 definitely are not gonna, you know, we definitely do not phone it in. There's no there's no place in the equation for phoning it in. <laughs> where, where could people see that video? Um, I I'm gonna I'll send you a link after and maybe you can post it in the in your right. in your thing. Is that cool? But I wanna say it's yeah. like Sacramento Music Archives, something like that. Um yeah. 
if if the if the easiest place to find us while we're on the subject is uh, in in the in the Facebook platform, it would be fa- it would be Field Day Sounds. You could f- it's very easy on Instagram Field Day Sounds, just like it is, and you'll see, you'll see the the little Peppa squiggle. You go, oh shoot, there there they are. Um, and I think a couple of a couple of weeks back, I had sent a post of that show. Um, and I had said like in the, in the, in the liner notes, I was like, Hey, here's where this show is. If you want to see, cause again, sometimes people don't, they can't get to Sacramento to see the band or whatever. And yeah. it's a good way for people kind of to check it out. I have been um, on this, on the subject of shows. I've also been kind of tripped out by the people that fly in to see us. That has been amazing too, where um, we did a, a, a show in Southern California um, and somebody had flown in from Brazil for it. Um, uh, somebody was flown. We've had some people fly in from Germany for shows, Japan, um, uh, people from Florida flying into the West coast to see shows uh, we were recently in Sacramento and some guys had come flown in from Kansas city in Canada. So that's kind of a trip too, um, is that people are kind of like, uh, tripped out. They're like, Whoa, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to see this band again. So I'm going to go like, I'm going to go fly and go see them play, which is usually, uh, kind of a tr- kind of mind boggling Yeah, C- coming from, you know, coming from the days where, uh, you just did shows and it was usually local people that came to the punk show. It was a small, you know, you're yeah. playing a VFW hall or some small, you know, some small venue. Um, but that's really amazing when, when you, um, we do shows and people fly in for shows. That's my, mind boggling, you know, but that's what it is. <laughs> so I kind of feel like an obligation to do a good show. Don't, don't suck. Be yeah. humble. Don't suck. <laughs> for sure. Um, one last thing I want to ask is, uh, how do you guys collaborate and write the new material? Do you want the, the long version or the short version of that? Give me the long version. Oh my God. Are you sure? Okay. So, so it kind of goes like this. Interesting here. It's interesting. And only cause you asked. Um, so usually what happens is this, uh, I'll sketch something out on an iPhone really you know, a verse, a chorus, maybe a song could be a minute, could be three minutes, whatever. Then Peter sends me lyrics. Okay. What I'll do is I'll jamming this guitar part and then I'll look it over a couple of his lyrics and I'll be like, Oh, I think that one might, might fit with this and I'll sing it at home. Uh, 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 I'll, I'll do a really very, very rough demo. So it'll be me singing a verse of Peter's lyrics and a chorus of Peter's lyrics. And I send it to him and then Peter, cause we have the internet and then Peter will listen to it and he'll be like, I like where you're going. Let's do a redo on the words, blah, 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 blah. And we kind of start that way. Then once I've done a verse and a chorus and, and we kind of know where we're going lyrically and what the song's basically about uh melodically where we're going then i do a very extensive demo and the demo is like 
really extensive where it sounds almost like a record. It's like they're really, you know, boom. and Peter and I will go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth a bunch. Um, one of the things that we did uh, over the last few months is um, we were able to get Peter a, um, an Apogee one. So he, it's pretty punk rock. Like he records his vocals into the Apogee one, which has a onboard mic is kind of amazing wow. and so he just demos out the vocals rah, 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 bah, 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 he does the vocals sends me back mp3s we start using the files back and forth back and forth back and forth eventually we get to a spot where we know where we're going from there i show these relatively elaborate demos to the band um shay has a, his own home studio he'll write parts kevin has his own rehearsal place but he can track stuff he'll write parts and i kind of show everybody then we go to track and then when we track i told you it was a long one we track it's just like a regular rock band you know we track it's noisy it's loud um from there we bring every we, we track here in los angeles in 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 the the Valley in Van Nuys, to be specific, at a place called Pawn Shop uh, Studios with my friend Patrick. Patrick came from the Music Grinder. Uh, Patrick uh, has a, a great understanding of rock music and punk rock. So, he, you know, he, he's recorded the Pennywises of the world and all that. Um, and, and so we'll do that. We'll kind of get drums and guitars and all that stuff all of that comes back to my house and I'll edit drums, edit drums, edit drums, edit guitars, edit guitars, edit guitars. Then simultaneously, Peter works in Philly at a place called New Sofa. Do you know Sam Panola? No, you know no, Sam? no. Ah, so in your hood, there's another studio there. And so kind of like we do like Skype sessions or whatever where yeah. Peter and Sam and I work together and we do the sessions and Peter will do all the vocals. Then those come back to me. I'll sing. He sings. Sometimes I track the bass in the studio. Sometimes I track the bass at the house. Sometimes I'll sing at the studio. Sometimes I'll sing at the house. After all of that, the files are kind of organized and cleaned up. And then I send them to Cameron Webb in um, Orange County. Uh, in Buena Park or wherever the hell he is in, in Maple Studios and then Cameron mixes. And that's kind of the process. It's long. It, it's uh, four home studios, uh, th three recording studios. Awesome. <laughs> it's pretty great. rad. It's, and a lot of internet, you know, like a lot of internet. So usually by the time, um, by the time we start getting, uh, after we're just about to get to Cameron, um, I've lived with the songs many, 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 many weeks. Like I've you know back and forth and back and forth and refining and changing and tweaking. So um, it, it take it's a it's a like anything you know. I know uh, I'm I have a general idea of how bands record, and that's how we do it. We use. Uh, technology to our advantage and Peter being on a different coast to our advantage. But Peter and I talk on the phone probably every day, every other day. So we're always like, just like this, like I'm talking yeah. to you, we're working out of, I'll grab a guitar and I'll sing, Hey dude, is this working? Is this working? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then he just, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like punk rock technology. You know what I mean? I don't know. And, and then he just sends me files and we lay them back and that's kind of what that's, that's, 
how we've been doing it. You know, that's how we've been doing it. And, and, and I foresee that's how it's going to happen for a little bit. You know, that's uh, the, a, the a days lot of, you know, a lot of people don't, uh, get as in depth when I ask about the recording process Sorry, as you did. No, that's what I wanted you to talk about because a, a lot of people don't know the new process. Right. Well, and, and just so you know, that was the short version. <laughs> I, I gave you the, I gave you the quick, I could, I could, I, I'm, I'm like, um, one, you know, I don't know if the listeners are fans of Dag Nasty. I don't know if they're fans of Field Day. I don't know if they're recording fans, if they're meeting me for the first time. Hey, if they know me from before, if they're Descendants fans. So I don't, they might be bored to tears on that. You know, like, Jesus, what's this guy rambling about recording? But it's like, I tried to give the compact version, but that's really it. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, uh, it's a process that starts from, you know, electric guitar on an iPhone and ends up with, you know, the guy that mixes freaking Motorhead and Pennywise records. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. Four homes, four home studios, three recording studios. It's rad. For sure. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to talk about that maybe I didn't ask? Um, I think I'm pretty good. I mean, Lord knows I probably cover. I probably talk too much. Um, no, I think I think everybody. I think we got it. Everybody knows how to reach out. Um, find us out there in the in the interwebs on the on the googlies of uh, uh, that. Um, I guess say for me to say thanks again for everybody you know thanks to you for having me come out and talk that's cool nice to talk to you nice to meet you we met before via phone and email but yeah. it's the first time we're kind of saying hello so hi yeah. you know um that's cool thanks to everybody for supporting the band and you know the getting the cd or getting the the seven inch and all that that's great um the whole uh cortex team and the whole um unity worldwide team thanks for all of them helping obviously my production guys thanks to them for always doing it sean who helps me on the management side it's hi to him um i think that's kind of you know that's kind of it we're we're you know we're we're like i said we're in, insanely user friendly so if anybody has questions i'll do my best to answer the questions and stuff like that and you know you know th humbled and thank you for the support for sure like we're gonna keep going you're gonna keep going that's it that's where that's all i got from los angeles that's all i got i i uh i can't wait to hear more dude i i was so happy to get to talk to you thank you so much i appreciate it and i, I you know just brace for impact like the next one's gonna be it's just insane we're just gonna keep going it's like we love making music we love making music and entertaining people and we're certainly not gonna stop now so just you know get ready for the next one and i'd imagine probably somewhere around the november middle of november if if everything is kind of moving at moving at um the right you know moving on schedule that's kind of where we are for sure opposite land for sure. Hashtag opposite land for right. sure. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Doug. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you later. I appreciate the call. Hi, everybody. See you again. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.